I'm back from a girl's trip to Nashville. Here's the summary of my trip. Now I have seven boyfriends. I don't know which one is my favorite. I don't know their names. Just joking, or am I? I'm gonna get into it. I'm Alex Clark and this is Politics, the first ever daily conservative pop culture show. Hit the thumbs up and subscribe buttons as we get started because it's gonna be a jam-packed episode. So many things I wanna say about Nashville though. I went for a quick trip for a friend's birthday and my first takeaway was that that city has to be the sugar daddy capital of the world. The amount of 50 plus year old men who tried to talk to us was unbelievable. And some of them literally did it while wearing a wedding ring. My favorite places I went to were 1230 Club, which is a bar and restaurant owned by Justin Timberlake. Phenomenal vibes. The best cocktails I've ever had in my life on God. Favorite boutique was Parish. The most unique designers in funky fashion. Major Emma Chamberlain vibes. Okay, let's get into the show, shall we? Yes, yes, yes. Conservatives are convinced there's trouble in paradise at the Daily Wire after Ben Shapiro publicly called Candace Owens out on Twitter. We'll talk all about that. Actress Fran Drescher reveals she completely disagreed with Hollywood's decision to require everyone on productions to get juiced. The reason Selena Gomez's friend who gave her her kidney freaked out on her in the aftermath of her documentary. And we'll look into Aaron Carter's eerie tweet to Kanye West right before his death in Hot Take Tuesday. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. I'm just fired up to be here today. This first story is by far the most requested from you guys for me to cover so far this week, and that is Ben Shapiro, founder of The Daily Wire, seemingly calling out Candace Owens on Twitter. Candace is a conservative powerhouse in her own right, but is also a current employee of The Daily Wire, with Ben Shapiro being her boss. Conservatives, who are fans of both of them, have been feeling a little on edge ever since Kanye West came out saying anti-Semitic statements, and they felt like Candace, who is very close friends with Kanye, didn't sufficiently condemn his comments. In fact, many people felt like she defended Kanye, if anything. So while all this has been happening, all eyes have been on Ben Shapiro, who's an Orthodox Jew. How has he felt about Candace's alliance to Kanye West amidst his statements? Have there been tensions at the Daily Wire between employees that don't know whose side to take? No one has really known anything until a tweet exchange Sunday between Ben and Candace completely shocked conservative Twitter. Candace retweeted a man named Max Blumenthal who said white Americans American Jews are living through a golden age of power, affluence, and safety. That the ADL is a lobby front to the state of Israel, and Zionism relies on Jewish insecurity to justify itself. She said, reminds me of when I said something similar about the NAACP and BLM way back when. That's when Ben Shapiro said, I think the ADL is a partisan hack organization too, but retweeting Max Blumenthal, who spends his life covering for Jew haters and stumping for Israel's destruction, makes the conversation significantly worse. It's garbage. Candace didn't seem happy about this call out by her boss because she said, I don't know who Max Blumenthal is, but I do know that you have my number and could have informed me in earnest. Real relationships should trump Twitter theater. Let's set a better example going forward. Some people agreed with Candace and thought Ben should have texted or called her. Others thought she was out of pocket to chastise her own boss. Critics of Candace felt like this was a hypocritical comeback from her because she is famous for getting into it on Twitter with tons of conservatives, from Tommy Lahren to Kim Klasik. For most, this exchange seemed to confirm that tensions are rising at the Daily Wire and that an exit from Owens in the near future is inevitable. What do you think? Will things smooth over at the Daily Wire or should Candace consider going independent? I am sorry. I hate tension and I, I farted.
Fran Drescher, famous for her role as the nanny, gained the support of thousands when she posted a video to Instagram praising Disney for finally getting rid of requirements that all staff working on sets for their productions needed to have the juice. She then epically condemned mandates for juices of any kind. As the president of SAG-AFTRA, it has been my obligation to follow the board's decision to support the employer's privilege to vaccine mandate productions as they so pleased. As Fran Drescher, as well as the president of SAG-AFTRA, I have been outspoken publicly as well as with my board and executive director in defense of those members who are unvaccinated for a myriad of reasons, and as a consequence has lost their livelihoods, their representation, and their health benefits. The reason that there are so many prescriptive drugs at the pharmacy is because there isn't one kind that works for everyone. So to think that every human on the planet can take one vaccine is ludicrous. And to make that one vaccine the criteria for who is allowed to work, travel, dine, go to theater, etc is an infringement on the Disabilities Act, the Freedom of Religion Act, and body sovereignty. We as a nation must be very careful that fear does not turn into fascism. Roaring standing ovation for this queen. Mic drop. Selena Gomez has been making the press rounds promoting her new documentary, My Mind and Me. Producer Valentina gave an incredible review of it in yesterday's episode of Politics, if you haven't seen it yet. And in one interview with Rolling Stone, Selena was asked about her friends in the industry. She responded, I never fit in with a cool group of girls that were celebrities. My only friend in the industry really is Taylor Swift, so I remember feeling like I didn't belong. I love you, Selena, my like little sister I never had. When I read this, I took her saying my only friend in the industry as meaning my only friend who's also a pop singer. But Selena's close friend, Francia Reza, an actress who happened to donate her kidney to Selena in 2017, wrote in a since-deleted comment, interesting, under the posted headline that Taylor is Selena's only friend in the industry on social media. Then Francia unfollowed Selena. Before the comment was deleted, Selena responded by saying, sorry, I didn't mention every person I know. <laughs> Would you feel hurt if you were Francia, or is she being totally unfair and overdramatic? Here are other hot stories today you need to know. Hot Tank Tuesday. Right before Aaron Carter was found drowned in his own bathtub, he tweeted, yo, Kanye, let's talk, man to man. A few weeks before his death, Aaron Carter attacked Kanye on the No Jumper podcast for his anti-Semitic comments. Then, a day before his death, he asked to meet up. Strange coincidence or not? Nah. Some people are going into full conspiracy theory territory over it. Oh, uh, buddy, I gotta dig a little deeper. I saw this and just thought it was so awesome and I had to let you know. Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel announced a joint 2023 tour. The duo have confirmed three shows and are planning to expand it to five to seven shows. Starting in March, they'll be in Inglewood, California at SoFi Stadium, Arlington, Texas at AT&T Stadium next, and Nashville at Nissan Stadium. waiting for this to happen, but I think the corn kid got totally burnt out and overwhelmed by the fame. Listen to this mini interview he did announcing his retirement. I always worry about kids who go viral. Do you still love corn? Yeah. 
Apple Sunshine retired, I just I didn't feel like myself. But what? like now that I'm traveling around the world, I'm starting to get my attitude back. This is news that you've retired. Um, Ever since school was starting, I have retired, and I love my teachers. You're not getting tired of corn anytime soon? Even if I get bored of corn, I will always be the corn kid in my heart. You'll always be the corn kid in my heart. Yes. YouTube is the official home to watch full episodes of Poplitics, but you can listen to full episodes by subscribing to Poplitics on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to thumbs up this episode. Based on recent developments, what are your thoughts on the Candace Owens situation at The Daily Wire? Then make sure you let fellow conservatives know to subscribe to this channel. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.